Oh, hey, Dan, you ready to record? Oh, what have you done with your hair? I like that one long bang you have there. It's just, it's so pulsating. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> uh, can't keep that up that much because nobody would want to listen to it. Nope. It's like a re <laughs> reverse elephant trunk you got going on, bud. Oh, God, yeah. Um, guys, welcome to the Indie Film Review um, my name is Dan. That's Jared. Hey, everybody. We watched a, uh, it was a creature feature in which, um, a creature is featured. That is, that is accurate. <laughs> <laughs> we watched Mind Leech. This was sent to us by the Mind Leech team. I believe, uh, the director had sent this yes, to us. Chris Cheeseman. Chris Cheeseman, who is also in the film. <laughs> yes. Not to be confused with Chris Salami Man. Oh, there could have been a joke there. Yeah. I'll bow out gracefully. <laughs> no, what a great last name. That's basically what I'm trying to say. So yeah, we're going to talk about it, Dan. We're yes. going to we're going to explore all of the intricate themes. We're going to really get into what is this film trying to say about society? Dan, your thoughts. <laughs> well, first we got to talk about what this film is. All right, fine. Go ahead. Jared, Mind Leech is a film about a leech that has been okay. um, <laughs> genetically modified via chemicals. Ah, and he, I hate, we hate those. Yes. He, oh God. Yes. We hate chemicals, even though everything is chemical. We are staunchly anti-chemical. Go ahead. Say that to my carbon face. Um, anyway, <laughs> my carbon footprint. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, um, this leech wants to get from this small pond in Canada to a bigger lake in Canada and he's going to utilize his chompy face to chomp onto people's others faces and um make his way to the other body of water. God damn it. <laughs> you took the simplest premise and stretched it out for so fucking long this laffy taffy of a premise. You just like, oh, dad. That's right. I love it. I love it. Yeah, he latches onto brains, he makes them do bad things. It seems like this worm he's like semi-intelligent and yes, also kind of because he knows how to and... well he knows how to utilize people's mobility to like yeah. muscle memory like for driving cars and shit it's like what the f what what i'm thinking he knows he can like go into their thoughts and like know like oh this person yes. knows how to drive a and, car okay now first critique for me, whoa, okay, we're getting into it. I felt there was just a little bit of a missed opportunity. It could have been like, um, what is that movie? Uh, Night, Night of the Living Dead? No, not, not like mm -hmm. the one that you like, Return of the Living Dead. Oh, Return of the Living Dead, yes, yeah, the one where the zombies talk to you. Oh, wouldn't brains. that, yeah, wouldn't that have been funny if like the leech said more cops? <laughs> the, the leech talks to me. that. That, I, I mean, like when he's like making the silly sound me effects. Too, we were referencing them earlier. Me, me too. But like, wouldn't it be fucking crazy if all of a sudden, like, water? <laughs> it would be cool if like 
the people who were attached from the leeches would like say one-liners that the characters had said before. Oh yeah. Almost out of context. Like parroting you know? it. Yeah. Just like trying to communicate, but they can't. So that aside, like it's not in the film. It's fine. Like it, it, the film. So works. zero out of 10 is what you're saying. The film works without it, but I'm just saying uh-huh. it feels like a missed opportunity. <laughs> so how did you like this film overall? Were you enjoying it? I enjoyed the hell out of this film. So Jared, let's talk a little bit about, questions okay i guess that was your first question is like what are questions your question was how did i enjoy the film well i enjoyed it quite a bit yeah then you answered it now we're done how about that runtime though do you think there could have been more do you think there could have been less so it's an hour it's an hour and 21 seconds it's like not very long i think if they wanted to they could have expanded this film to an hour and 30 by making us more invested in some of the people who get killed along the way, building up their character story. I do like the pacing Mm -hmm. of this where it's like 14, 15 minutes of setup and you're kind of getting to know the two guys who are in the fishing shack. And I'm, I'm kind of starting to like them and, and you're starting to like the cops, the two cops that you start to meet the sheriffs. I mean, and how it is now, I think it's great. Yeah, it is. The pacing is really good. Fantastic. But I would have loved it to, just keep going and, yeah, that's, and that's, us to that's get what I was bigger with at. this. It seems like with what they had in the budget and everything, it, like so many great location shots mm-hmm. and like set stuff and special effects were so fucking great in this. Amazing. And they, and they, they somehow were got a police car and <laughs> like these outfits. These special effects were like, well, there were a couple that were like, oh, wow. Like, yeah. Some of the squib work in this movie. Mm. But the fucking leech is like so simple and they they did exactly what they needed to to it. It's mm-hmm. like don't film it that much, hide it as much as you can and it still yeah. looks fucking great. It looks so good. I really like the sound effects. Yes. And the sound design in this, everything is spot there's, on. There's there's my second critique. I'm already getting into critiques. The, the music in this film was great. I feel like there could have been more in certain areas. Like it felt like really? there, there were certain scenes that just were devoid of any sound. I'm like, oh. this feels like there should be something here, but there wasn't. And it's not like it took away from the movie. It just, it felt off to me. Mm-hmm. Maybe like the music could have built a little more tension as to yeah. like leading up to the big, awful leechy mess. So for example, Whenever the lady sheriff, I forgot her name. I'm lady sheriff. (laughs) Whenever she's... Deputy TJ. TJ. Whenever TJ is in that hut that she's in and has her gun drawn and trying to navigate through it, it's completely silent. Oh, do you mean during the barn scene? Yes, yeah, yeah, the barn. Okay. Yeah. So, okay, another question for you, Dan, is the camera work. How did you feel about it? I loved it. It was... Any notable shots? Yes. A camcorder comes into play at one point, and then you see the camcorder footage, and it's like, oh, this is this is wonderful. The, the framing of a lot of the shots are really good. There wasn't, like, any camera movement that, like, drew attention to itself, like, as, like, a cool thing, but that, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad. It's just there was no... Um, you don't always need to have swooping cinematography whenever, you know, you have a leech on your face. Absolutely. So this film is a period piece. Oh, yes. yes. The 90s. And with that, you get to have all the fun 
late nineties yeah. headset walkie talk, like the, the Walkman shit. And like, Oh, it's so good. I love all of it. But as far as camera goes, we were talking about that barn scene when they first enter the barn, there's a great overhead shot of them yeah. kind of like going through the barn. I really like that. There's some great underwater shots in this yeah. in the beginning and a little later when we get to the ice fishermen where they're putting a camera underneath a frozen lake. Yeah. I mean, the logistics to do this. And then they had it where the camera was under the water facing up. up yeah. That, and so you could see I remember the that hole. Scene now. Yes. Oh, you, and you saw their faces in it. Oh my God. It is. Yes. So it is because crazy. I was feeling the tension of these two guys are fishing and it's just like, you're getting shit faced drunk. You're fishing. You could easily slip and fall into this fucking hole. And it doesn't look like you'd be able to get out of it very easily. Um, it makes me wonder if, if some of the people, making this film just know a lot about it, like actually do ice fishing. Or I all think that they stuff. do because I think they're a Canadian team. And I think. Yes. That and they... as we all know, all Canadians <laughs> ice fish. Well, no, I mean, it, it feels like this film is very close to home because it was like just the locales, the, um, well, don't fucking berate me because that's like, if, <laughs> if you have the ability to ice fish like Canadians do uh -huh. because they have fucking ice, Hello. Hell yeah. That's right. No, not me. I prefer to get drunk inside where it's warm. No, I want to be in. I, I want to. I'll drink a warm beer inside near the fire. I'm going to drink that hooch. Okay. Hooch. I'm going to drink that hooch. I'm going to dip my balls in the ice water. Ooh, that's how you get the big fish, Danny boy. <laughs> them bobbers, them bobbers are going under. Any hoozle. Dan, you have a question for me. And preferably one not about your frozen testicles. Hey, man. How did you feel about the introduction scene to kind of get us going? I loved it. It was giving me the Return of the Living Dead vibes, yeah. like you were saying, because you have these two bumbling dinguses who are just getting paid to get rid of chemical waste. In this container that looks like a little <laughs> mini container from the film. The, it looks like a keg from Return. Yeah, it's, yeah. And then they, they throw it in and it doesn't sink. I mean, this is very early spoilers. We're about to spoil the, the film proper in a bit. Anyways. And then they're like, oh, it looks like it needs a little help. And they pull out a shotgun and blow it away. <laughs> and, then, and then that that amazing effect of like the bubbling and the green yeah. mist oh, coming dude. out of the water is so cool. And then the camera zooms into the water and it's like looking for it, looking for it. And then it finds it. I just heard the return of the living dead, like, just like playing in my head. It's like, hell yeah, they're yeah. all going to die. I'm excited. Um, but yeah, I love that. I thought it was really fun. So a seasoned director, always inserts ah. himself into his film. And Chris Cheeseman is no different. Chris Cheeseman is the the bald one of those dinguses. That's right. And Chris Cheeseman, the next Quentin Tarantino yes. of actors. And, 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 and Quentin. And Quentin Cheeseman. And, and Quentin Cheeseman. Chris Cheeseman. He, he, I, I, I think the producer is, is the other bumbling idiot. I think he's a producer of the film. Oh, nice. And... That guy I labeled Leather Daddy 2 because ah. he was wearing like this really nice, cool dude. red leather jacket. And they were drinking beer brand beer. And I was like, wow. <laughs> oh, I love that. What film do they do that in? 
there's like a car that flies. I can't remember. Everyone's going to be kicking me in the face right now. There's a, there's a, a film where it's like all the brand products are just like cereal brand cereal. And it's just like beer brand beer. It's, it's, I I think it's a reference to that. I'm a fucking moron. Anyways, when I first saw those two, I thought, oh, look, it's Walter White and a Hitler youth come to dispose (laughs) of some chemicals. When we met the uh, the two ice fishermen, and I'm like, oh, uh, young Stephen King <laughs> and a chain smoker are out on a great fishing trip together. It's And then, okay, so the other thing is about Chris Cheeseman is he has probably the best line in the film to me. I, I don't yeah. know. It was one of the most memorable lines, and that's whenever his, his henchman shoots the fucking tank, and he just screams. He's like, whoa! We should have been doing that more often. It's like, oh my god! Yeah, he falls down and spills his beer. It was okay. So, if you can't tell, I love this movie. I I think it's really, really great. It's such an awesome indie film horror. It's so well done. So, if you'd like to go check this out, the trailer is on YouTube, Mind Leech, and also, if I believe, if you just go to mindleech.com, you can go there and rent it, and you can also gift it to people. I'm thinking about gifting this to a friend. If you are a fan of creature features, this is definitely up your alley. But what sells this film, what makes you go pay that $5 on their website is how straight this movie is played. Because it's not mm-hmm. zany. Mm-hmm. It's not goofy. Like, they, the actors are, like, legitimately terrified of this stupid fucking elephant trunk. And it's it's so yes. good. It's so good. There's no, like, corny, like, like, silly music and, like, whoa, what are we going to do? You know, it's, I do love how serious everyone is taking this giant phallic worm barfing on everyone. Did it give you, like, Slither vibes, too? Yes, yes. Yeah, it really reminded me of in like Slugs. Yeah. Oh, I love those slugs. movies so much. Oh, it makes me so happy. All right, we're going to talk about it, Dan. Uh, I mean, every every scene is my favorite scene, yeah. so I guess we should just describe every scene. Here we go. So, okay, so TJ is a cop from the big city. She moved to this remote place. I, I'm pretty sure it's in Canada. I could be completely wrong. Yeah. But she moved to this remote town because her partner is a chemical engineer at the plant that started this whole thing. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so Steph Ivory Conover and Mishka Ohoski. I think I'm saying that right. I apologize. I did my best. These two are the the sheriffs. Excellent, excellent, excellent. They're so good. I love their chemistry. I was having so much fun with them. I was rooting for them. Yeah. You know? Now, with the two f- ice fishermen, I was enjoying them, but I was like, I feel like... They're going to die. N- we know the setup. <laughs> like, they're going to die. Like, we yeah. know they're going to die. But I'm like, maybe the sheriffs could live. So that was that was fun. But go ahead. All right. So, like you said, they are excellent. And getting to know these characters are great. So I guess let's talk about the fishing hole first. Dan, top 10 holes in films. Go ahead. This hole right here. Whoa, Dan is pointing to his <laughs> anus. Not in a film, unless you're holding back on me, buddy. I'm holding back on you this summer. <laughs> oh, is that the name of it? Oh, okay, all right. Independent film. See, we we support independent film here. <laughs> okay, sorry, go ahead. Chocolate starfish. Um. <laughs> Ooh, and hot dog flavored water, baby. Anyway, 
I have to point out, and I I loved this. I'm not making a rag on him, but not Craig. Who was the other fisherman that was like drinking the hooch and whatnot? He had like a silly name. I forget. His voice is incredible. Like it's like this gravelly, like it's so good. And like he immediately was endearing to me. This guy is just, he's, he's not here for a long time. He's here for a good time and nothing, nothing's better than. I used to know people just like him. (laughs) Nothing's better than fishing in a pond where nothing exists besides this fucking leech. Because it's funny because his buddy is like having an existential crisis of like, I do this every fucking year and my entire life. It's just the same shit over and over and over again. And his buddy's like, what do you mean? We're out here fishing and getting drunk. He's like, what more do you need? He's like, what if we went to a bigger pond? Which, when you think about it, that ties into what the leech is doing. I didn't think about that until just now. Wow. What great storytelling by Chris Cheeseman. And the reason I said it weird is because I just want to say Cheeseman over and over again. And I'm going to say it as many times as I can during this. uh, Hey, cheese me, daddy. He probably gets this shit all the time. I hope he's used to it. He's that upset with us. (laughs) You made a really good film. I'm sorry. Uh, Dan. Okay. But now you know why I don't put my last name on things because oh. I don't want people to make fun of my Stink Belly? Yes. Yeah, it's a weird last name. <laughs> Stink Belly. And my name's Jared Schmegma. Oh, oh God. <laughs> oh, I vomited in my mouth a little bit. Fred Cantaloupe Tits. <laughs> All right. God. So, okay, Dan, this scene where the leech jumps out of the water yeah. and attacks the guy, uh, the Stephen King character who's, who's in there fishing and he's getting molested real good. And his buddy is outside with the camcorder pissing. He's like filming it like it's Dreamcatcher or something. <laughs> and he's like writing his name in the snow. And then he's like, oh shit, he must have a real big fish in there. Oh. And then like, he starts slamming his body against the wall. He's like, oh fuck. And he drops the camera in the piss. He runs in. And this sequence is what sold me. I was like, I'm fucking in. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. Because... They're wrestling. Yeah. They're fighting each other. He doesn't know why his friend's fighting him. And they somehow filmed this great action scene in this tiny little hut, this wooden hut. This propane tank gets knocked over. That's like attached to a heater. It catches on fire. So now there's fire in the fucking shot. So that's on fire. They're fighting. Oh, He's the scene, drowning his friend in the fishing hole. The scene where you see his face and behind him is just the orange glow of the fire from the pond. Oh, it's so good. Oh my God. It was so fucking good. So good. And then when the, the guy's got the leech on his face and you see that um, stop motion animation where the, the tentacles go around his brain. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, please give me more of this. I love it so much. And then he jumps on the bike. And as he drives off, if you look close enough, when they showed the explosion of the uh, the fire, you know, catching the, the hut on fire, the helmet is spinning uh-huh. on the ground. And I was like, that's so cool. I love that. And then when the sheriffs come to investigate, the helmet is in the the exact right spot yep. where it was before. I just love that like little attention to detail. And I love how the helmet aids in a jump scare at the end of the film. So basically the they go back to the, where the the helmet is at that um at that thing and they're filming it the, or the hut they're filming that and we just get like the outline of the helmet and it's a graphic match to a the leech jumping into the camera 
Oh, yeah. It's, it's like a big round thing, which is a big round orange thing because the, the helmet's orange and then the leech's mouth is orange and round. So it just, it it's it's immediately right there whenever they cut. It's so smart. So that helmet is necessary to this film. So Dan, do you think the helmet represents humanity's struggle for world peace? No. Okay, you're right, because this film is just a stupid horror movie, and if you want to watch just like a dumb, fun horror movie, you're not going to be disappointed. Like, just get some friends. If you don't have friends, hire people. Go out to Walmart. Find a man who needs a job. Be like, you'll be my friend for money, and they'll do it. Go to Craigslist. Dude. <laughs> what if... <laughs> What if people did that? Like, drove up to... What do you mean, what if people did it? <laughs> How do you think we met? <laughs> well, yeah, you're right. Uh, but for us, it was a pay less. Yeah, it was. I was getting some shoes. And we did pay less that day. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's um, All right. Anyways. So, my favorite... Well, okay, no. I don't necessarily want to go over everything either, because... No, we don't have to go over every little thing. Maybe, like, one more big scene that you're interested in to talking well, about. Okay, so I'm curious... How did you like the epilogue? Like, tonally, did it fit? What What's going on in your head? Okay, so we have this, like, big scene at the end, which I guess I won't spoil. And then after that, again, I think I'll save it. I won't say too much. I liked it. Okay. I liked it because it's a setup yeah. to a sequel. Yeah. I like that sequel bait because I want to see a fucking sequel to this oh, movie. Oh, yeah. For sure. I want the characters who survived to be in it. And I want them to be super badass. Like there's a, there's a few moments where you think the, the movie's going to go full, like evil dead, right? Uh -huh. Where the sheriff is, she's, she's trapped in the barn because uh, her colleague gets attacked and now he's got the slug on him. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. The mind leech. I don't want to be offensive. <laughs> it's all slugs out there. And She's trying to get out of this. He's like jammed the door and she's trying to get out and she finds a chainsaw. She's like, oh yeah, chainsaw. And she grabs it and you're like, oh yeah, shit's going to go down. She picks it up and the fucking blade, blade falls just up, falls yeah. right off. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> I thought that was really fun because earlier we did get to use a chainsaw on the ice. <laughs> I thought that was fun too. So a lot of chainsaw fucking blue balls. I was going to ask you about that too. Cause like you, you're particular about sounds and sound design. Well, particularly sounds like certain sounds annoy yeah. you. And I was going to be like, hey, Jared, how did you like running motor the movie? Because I loved it <laughs> the first like the first five minutes of just like a snowmobile just running a chainsaw just running. I don't know why. <laughs> like when we first meet those two fishermen and the one guy just gets out and he's like fucking around with some shit and his buddy is just doing circles around the cabin. I was like, I'm understanding what these yeah, characters are exactly. about without them even saying anything. Yeah. This move is true to form in that there is just one mind leech. Yes. And I guess the sequel is going to promise more. Do you think this film could have done more, gone even more over the top from where it was? Or are you happy? Are you satisfied with what the film has given you? I think it could have done it provided it didn't sacrifice the straight, and narrow, you know, yes. like the, 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 the straight man aspect mm -hmm. of the narrative. As long as it, they play it like it's a fucking problem and it's not goofy, it's like horrifying, but still went over the top. Like there's a balance there that needs to be achieved. Do you think, and this is just a hypothetical thing, 
if they would have made it so that the two sheriffs were really investigating, investigating, and we were following along with them in that procedural, I would think maybe like after we see that cool fight at the, the ice fishing shack, but maybe we don't see what happens at the cabin with the, the woman and the man. And like, they're going there to investigate, like what the fuck is going oh, on? Oh yeah. Do you think that could have been a fun thing of them? Like, trying to piece it together and we're along for the ride with them. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Cause then we, we'd miss all the fun, like leech mind zombie shit of him, like bumbling around like an idiot and making yeah, the sound true. effects. And oh stuff. yeah. Like whenever he gets pulled over by that cop and he like knifes his forehead, dude. Oh, that was great. That was amazing. That was so, he's like, Oh, something's not right with you. And he fucking slashes like, oh, blah, 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 and he cuts him. Okay. Why did that, <laughs> Why did the sheriff who gets cut on his forehead die? die? Why did he die? I was going to say that. Why the fuck is he dead? <laughs> there was like one or two things in this film where they did something like that. And I'm like, what? I don't get he it. He bled out on, you his, could have had on him, his dashboard. That's what happened. You can't bleed out by getting a slight <laughs> cut on your forehead. I don't know, man. I, I didn't was get anemic. that at all. Problem solved. Oh. Oh. Mm. You can bleed out. Mm. Imagine that. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. That didn't sit right with me because we could have used him for another kill, right? He could have been like, oh, now it's time for Steve or whatever, you know, like yeah. the no-name yeah. character to to take charge. And he he like busts into the barn. He's like, I'm here to save you. And then he, and gets, then he gets fucking, like gets ripped. his head cut off. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been so cool. I would have really liked that. But yeah, I, I think there was one other scene like that. Oh, I was a little confused as to why they were persecuting TJ towards That's the what end, I meant. but then it, it started to make sense. That's what I meant it about It did make sense later. That's what I meant about the epilogue, because yeah. at first I'm like, wait, why are we here? Why is she in trouble? And then I'm like, okay, this makes sense. Because no one believes yeah. what happened, which is reasonable. Yeah. yeah. And we're sitting here complaining about, or we're sitting here praising the fact that we like the fact that it was played straight, and... <laughs> And we're like, but why is she in trouble? It's like, well, because nobody believes her. <laughs> but I like her and she shouldn't be in trouble. Yeah. I like her, though. So, uh, so she, Guys, she's the hero. Go, go pay for this movie. Go immediately. Watch go this. pay money. It's it's an only an it's hour so long. Fun. And it's fun. And, and throw money at him for a sequel, please. Uh, Cheeseman, you're going to have a tall order. You're gonna, you got the indie film review book. Cheeseman. <laughs> Fettuccine man. Fettuccine man. To me, in our family, I don't know why. Uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Dan. <laughs> yes. Uh, please plug, guys. Plugs. You can find us on Twitter. Guys, you can find us on X.com. Oh at, God, kill me! Indie film. No, pod. we're not promoting. Ac we're not promoting that anymore. We're gonna promote the the Threads thing. We kind of have just Instagram.com, but yeah, we're on Threads and Instagram. Uh, indie film review pod, and we have a Gmail. That's where Chris Cheeseman got us the film. He, he sent it to directly to our inbox at theindiefilmreview at gmail.com. and you can visit cheeseman.org for all Cheeseman's dates, deets, and links. And if you want to send me a wheel of cheese as congratulations for how great this review was, I will take it and I will put it on Cheeseboard not, with crackers. Not Cheeseman, though. Not, nobody from the Cheeseman team. Okay. All the listeners right now, if I do not get a 
Wheel of Edom or Edom or however pronounce you however the hell you pronounce that, I will be disappointed. Edom, I hardly even knew him. <laughs> Dan, yes, I love you, buddy. You're the best. Yes. Thank you, audience. I really appreciate you listening. I really appreciate all of the great positive reviews we've been getting. Uh, please keep them coming. Go rate us wherever you're going to rate us. And uh, thanks again, Chris, you know, for sending us this film and for making it. Yeah. And just for everyone involved. Wow. I'm fucking impressed. And I can't wait to see what you guys do next. And I'm going to sing this film from the, the heavens. Okay. Mind leads to leeches take Manhattan. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> leeches take Ontario. <laughs> there, I fixed it. All right, Dan, you have the final word. Uh, smoke on the water. A leech is on my face.